from changes to our routines to physical and even emotional distress. Being in a pandemic has affected virtually every aspect of our lives. And while safeguarding your physical health is very much high priority, in what ways can you also safeguard the health of your marriage? Well, in this episode, we're gonna share six practical things you and your spouse can do to not only survive during this time, but to thrive. Let's go. Welcome to the Marriage Inside Out podcast, where we teach couples how to become mission focused, learning to work together as a team to build a solid foundation for their household. I'm Khalil, and this is my wife, the lady of the house. You all may know her as AJ, but I call her Adrian. Yes, Yes. what's up, guys? Excited for this discussion today. I know, man. I I just, I, I think of that that line from the song by Marvin Gaye what's going on like it's just <laughs> as we know there's so much going on in the yeah. world right now i mean we're in the middle of a global pandemic unprecedented times um you know covid-19 i feel like it's been one of the the hashtags Trending, of the year 2020 sure. um and yeah i mean not only that it's you know we've been in a time of also social unrest yeah. in our country and i mean we know so many people who are going through so much right now. And obviously, as we think about how, you know, this pandemic has has affected life as we know it, it's obviously affecting, you know, the way we do life in marriage Mm -hmm. um, and in family. And I I think it's necessary that we just dive into this and talk a little bit about it. Talk about the, the, the challenges that are in front of us and really just how we can overcome them to, you know, not only survive through this time, as couples, but really how to thrive through it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, the nature of it, right? In the midst of the pandemic, we're homebound in many ways. So that yep. means you're spending more time with your spouse, more time with your children, more time with your pets. Or, you know, if you are in a, in a season and listening to this podcast, you might not be married and, and you're striving to just find ways to connect with others, right? right? It's affecting us all in different ways as you're sharing. Right. And I think one of the most challenging aspects of it is that you know, there's really no foreseeable end date right. <laughs> to this, you know, I mean, with in some, you know, states such as the one in which we live, I mean, cases are spiking and mm-hmm. again, yeah. and, you know, there's kind of this whole cycle of things open for a bit and things starting to close yeah, for a bit again. And so exactly. <laughs> and so, yeah, but I think there are a number of specific ways in which um, this pandemic has affected married couples. I mean, I think about obviously the changes in our routines. Right. So, you know, more couples and more families are, are spending more time at home. Right. Um, working from home, mm-hmm. um, you know, and things like that. It's affected, obviously, couples financially, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I know some people have really been hit hard, yeah. whether you're, you know, 
been working from uh, uh, working in an entrepreneurial sense or even, you know, working in a in a salary position. It's affecting people job security wise. Mm -hmm. Um, It's obviously had an effect on uh, parental responsibilities and parental roles. I know some of you all watching and listening, you know, may have had to homeschool your children and take on uh, that load and that responsibility. it's also hindered plans mm-hmm. and caused people's can- plans to be canceled, whether it's, you know, weddings, uh, people having to do, you know, weddings in their backyards or mm-hmm. having to cancel vacations. I mean, we had to cancel a, a vacation yeah, trip that we were supposed trip. to take. <laughs> exactly. And then, I mean, obviously, in a, in, in an even deeper way, I think the fact of the, the illness itself affecting people right, yeah. and affecting people's relatives and maybe even some people, some of you have experienced loss in your family mm-hmm. because of this. So many things and I think most of all just the, the uncertainty of what is ahead. Right, right. And I mean, we've had friends that have actually had babies, new babies, first-time parents in the midst of the pandemic. We've had, you know, friends that have had to postpone and adjust wedding times, friends that are experiencing job loss. So so we are leaning in with total empathy for whatever season you're in, and we hope that these six tips that we share will help you at least keep that that focus within the family. Right. And I think, you know, even just uh, sharing a little bit about how it's affected us. Right. I mean, you know, we've we've been in the boat of having to work from home. Yes. Um, for the past uh, three it months. Seems like, yeah, three months is crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, and I know, you know, it's affected our workloads. I know for you especially. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your workload spiked up for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and that leans into what is work life boundaries balance right. what does that look like how do you turn it off especially if you're you know my computer is on the dining room table mm-hmm. so i just close it and put it to the side or i could choose to actually like put it in my bag like i just got home from a work day right because when you when you work uh, at a at another location if you have an office that you go to you know mm-hmm. it's like what i've noticed is that when i leave the office that's like kind of the end of the work day like I, I that that simple act of of going to and it's from closure. work yeah puts it it within its its boundary right mm-hmm. but when you're working from home it's like okay when does the work day end exactly. you know it's yeah it, it's kind of uh left to Very to nebulous. your discretion <laughs> yeah but you know regardless i think one of the things we have to remember is that we have to reframe our perspectives, mm-hmm. right? We have to reshape really how we see this time because it can be easy to to look at this as a nuisance, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, when are things going to just go back to normal? But instead, this is really a time, you know, for all of you couples out there to become even more mission focused. Yes. You know, th- that's something that we constantly strive to encourage um, mm-hmm. anyone that we know in is becoming mission focused and intentionally developing new ways mm-hmm. to of being together yeah. as a couple right yeah. um, and even if need be just to take this time to just reset mm-hmm. um, so let's go ahead and dive into some practical applications mm-hmm. and we're all about you know getting to the practical application <laughs> like what is it that you know we can do what is it that you can do during this time in order to to thrive through it. And so 
um, six things that we want to share here. And Wonder Woman, you want to kind of kick us off with this? Yeah, yeah. The the first is to go back to the basics. Mm-hmm. That's just stewarding your, your physical health. That includes your nutrition, your exercise, your sleep, all of those areas. And it can honestly feel daunting, overwhelming. Sometimes when anxiety rises up, it's a lot harder to sleep or maybe you start to binge eat. You know, there's a lot of things that are affected by our environment that cause us to, to not steward those areas well so we want to encourage you to just go back to the foundation in your marriage how can you make one small change maybe each week right one little shift maybe it's just buying a few more vegetables for your family and Mm -hmm. adding them to your lunches daily some carrot sticks for the kids right those little things will have a long-term impact right because when when it comes to times of of psychological distress and anxiety those are usually the first things to fall off right and and to in order to steward those things well, you do have to give up some stuff, some things. Right. Um, if you're constantly working all the way until the sun goes down, it's hard to get up and go for a walk, right? So you might need to prioritize a midday walk if that's yeah. your normal schedule. Mm-hmm. How can you shift things around a little bit, especially because most of us um, are centered around you know, working from the house or in and out of the house with our family at home most of the day while whoever is maybe an essential worker and working in various ways. So. Right. Yeah. Our second tip is to make sure that you have personal enrichment time, right? And that is time actually apart from each other in marriage, but just like self-reflection time, whether that's digging deeper into your relationship with Christ, whether that is working on your physical health, but you just need to have your headphones in with the podcast and do it on your own, right? Those moments are so important because, I mean... I know for us, because we both are working from home, we're kind of with each other 24-7. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Lots of together time. <laughs> As a, I mean, I'm not going to dive into how that makes you feel, but I mean, I think it, it, there has been some some tension, some tiredness to that, right? Yep. But, to an extent. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I love my wife. <laughs> I, I do. I enjoy spending time with her, and it's always refreshing, yet... I've also understood and I would say just relearn the importance of making sure that we each have those personal times right. to, to recharge individually so that when we are together, I mean, we're, it, the, the time is even greater. Right, right. So. Well, and I'm a little chatty too, so <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry about that. Thank it's you for good. listening. It's all good. Yes, <laughs> yes. We're learning. We're growing through this time. Yes, that's good. And uh, the next thing is to... Uh, whenever possible to change up your environment. So, you know, for us, um, one of the things that we did was, you know, we've both, both been working from home and we started off working in our own little sections of the house, mm-hmm. right? I was, you know, in the downstairs area and my I wife was, up was here. in the upstairs yep, uh, office. office area. And so what we decided to do even just a few couple weeks ago was, we decided to switch mm-hmm. um, where I'm now working upstairs. You're working yep. downstairs just to have something fresh. And yeah. especially in the, these times where, you know, we're kind of having to be at home a lot more right. just to switch up your environment as much as you can. And not only that, uh, to do things like even getting outside. Mm-hmm. That's something that we learn very quickly oh, yeah. in this process is yeah. that how easy it is to, you know, go through the whole day and not even get outside. Mm-hmm. And so even something as simple as I know for us, like we try to in the morning go outside yep. just for a little bit, just to breathe in some fresh air, you know, get a little bit of sun. And 
at time points dur during the day will try to just step outside for a little bit. Um, and exactly. so it's important that we just get in new environments. Right, right. And that environment shift is so important because it gives a renewed perspective. So even trying to walk a different route when you're going for walks right. outside, or maybe it is kind of each day of the week, you have a different room that you're working from with your laptop because that helps keep things fresh and new um, for you. That's so important. Exactly, exactly. And the fourth thing is to remain connected with others. Mm -hmm. And we felt like this is a really big one because, uh, you know, in times like this, it's easy to let ourselves to get isolated, right. to get isolated in the house and isolated in what we're doing. But, you know, we have to stay insulated not isolated. Yes. Uh, stay insulated, not isolated. Um, leaning on others even, you know, to help you get through this time. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the something we often like to say is that the race is better when we run together. Yeah. And so, you know, even think about who are the people who are around you? Is there anyone that maybe you haven't reached out to in a while where the friends or family, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I think even during this time, you can even evaluate who it is that surrounds you. Mm -hmm. um, because maybe there are some people that you've been in contact with that may have been, a, may be a little draining to you right now, mm -hmm. or maybe they're causing more anxiety uh, upon you right now. And maybe those are some people that you need to distance a little bit. But I know for us, you know, we've been striving to just, you know, have those, those FaceTime calls with you know, the parents yeah. and with the, the, the siblings and family members and with friends. And mm -hmm. I mean, it's just been really refreshing whenever, whenever we've been able to do that. So yeah, definitely can't take the relationships with others for granted. Yes. And then our, our fifth tip is to continue casting vision, right? M many of us started off with goals for 2020 expectations. We're about six months in at this point in time. If you had those those expectations and that mission for your marriage, for your family, keep them going. Keep dreaming. Keep growing. Set yeah. those uh, next steps that you want to continue to build. And if you didn't establish those goals up front, what better time to start than right now? Right? Now. <laughs> right? Uh, there, there's no better time. There's not going to be six months down the line, oh, that's when I'm really going to get started. Now is the time to go ahead and step into that new venture. Go ahead and try out and experiment in this different area. Go ahead and walk by faith um, with something that you've been wanting to pursue for a while. We just want to encourage you in that. Continue casting vision. Right. And, um, you know, we even did an episode uh, talking about the importance of, of goal setting. Right. We're putting that up. Uh, there's a link at the top of the screen right now that you can click on to watch that. But yeah, I mean, just that simple practice. I mean, this is this is a time where we can really hone in on some of those things. And I know for us, just this the simple act of starting this podcast. Yeah. I mean, it was it was something that we had a vision of doing um for a while and we, you know, kind of kept putting it off. But you know, we got to the point where we say, you know what, we got to just do it. And mm -hmm. even if it doesn't look perfect, it's not it's not meant to look perfect. Right. We just sometimes you just got to take that step. Right. Um, and we also had, you know, the opportunity to buy a used car for Khalil. Yep. And, and actually, because we were focused during this time, we, you know, will have paid it yeah. off, you know, at the end of next week. So, yes. I mean, those those little victories, those little Hello, steps, somebody. because we set the goals, we made it plain, we wrote them down, yes. made them visible, um, and we continued one step at a time. Right. And just a quick story about that. So, you know, before the pandemic hit, um, 
I was planning to to hold on to my car, the car that I had, had a 2002 Ford Explorer. I mean, it had over 230,000 miles on it. it. It was old faithful, but I was hoping to hold on to it. But, you know, we, we got to a point where we realized like, okay, it probably wasn't safe to, to nope. really drive the car anymore. Not it was on, on its, its last mile. So we were faced with a, with a decision where we pretty much had to get yeah. a new car mm-hmm. uh, for me right before the pandemic really hit hard. This mm-hmm. was in March. And so, yeah, got the car. But, you know, we said, you know what? Let's go ahead and pay this thing off yes. as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And by the Lord's grace, hey. Here we are. Here we are. There we go. <laughs> yes. And then uh, last but certainly not least, uh, the sixth thing that we uh, really want to, to mention here is just continuing to date. Yeah. And, and just to make fun moments overall. I mean, I know we use that term dating. You might be thinking, well, you know, restaurants are closed right now. I can't really do that. Um, but really, it's just to make fun moments and whatever that looks like. And we we are all in a position as as married couples where we kind of have to recreate or maybe to rethink what that mm-hmm. looks like. Keep I the mean, spark going. Exactly. And I mean, that could be, you know, having uh, dinner on the porch. Like, that's something that something yep. that we did was have dinner on our porch. Mm-hmm. We did it. We've done it a couple of times. Play some we, nice music. Right. Some of our neighbors have done that as yeah. well. Some mm-hmm. good friends having dinner on their on the porch. A mm-hmm. um, couple other things, you know, is just taking a drive. Right. I mean, something that seems so you know, trivial, like taking a drive, but yeah, I mean, especially being in the house, mm-hmm. all that, that goes back into that changing your environment. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes we'll just get in the car and, and you really like, Oh, take a, I take love ride, riding right? and, and his new used car. That's <laughs> yep. like my favorite. <laughs> Play some music. Yes. Enjoy that. Um, you could even do things like, you know, take, uh, a dance class online and you know you and your spouse dance in the house mm-hmm. like watch a youtube video on how to do salsa take a salsa lesson you know yeah. um or you could even do a cooking class online yes. you know um we even have one there's a link coming up right now if you want to learn how to cook a, a roasted beet salad for example uh, we did a video on that but that's just something simple that can help to create some of those um, some of that newness and, and fun that we all need during right. this time. Right, and a date doesn't have to be that that official planned moment. There's spontaneity, there's joy, and, and just making something happen, right? Exactly, and I know that for for some couples that this really can be a challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Especially those who have children. Um, we definitely want to be sensitive to that. Yet, you know, it is possible to do that as long as you set it as a precedent. Exactly. Um, want to cite something that I uh, saw from a clinical psychologist from NYU by the name of Dr. Linda Carter. Um, she works with a lot of couples and she recommends that for couples who have children who can't be left alone, that they've uh, used the time after the kids are asleep yeah. to spend together. And that's actually what our good friends Mike and Lloyd mentioned when we were discussing with them on our last podcast episode about how they're able to keep things fresh in their marriage and they really you know, prioritize that time after their son goes to bed to just converse and spend that quality time with each other, which is amazing. Yep, and they dropped a lot of good, good wisdom nuggets. Yeah. We're putting a, a card up right now if you all want to go check out that conversation. Um, but yes, I mean, we know this time has affected some couples in very heavy ways. Mm-hmm. Um, yet, uh, again, we just really want to encourage everyone listening and watching that though this time may be challenging um, and though you might feel like you're on your last bar of energy, like, 
you can't really go another day of this, just know that this really is your opportunity to even be transformed in this moment. Mm -hmm. That there is a reason for this Mm -hmm. and that this really is a time for all of us to become better, to become stronger, for you and your spouse to become stronger as you go through this together. Mm -hmm. And just to remember that this time, um, though we might not see an end in sight, that it is temporary. Right. So to just to keep pressing forward and to mm-hmm. just keep enduring and, and knowing that those who thrive the most yeah. in any aspect of life are those who know how to adapt yes. and know how to adjust. Mm-hmm. And so this is a time where we're all learning how to adapt and to adjust. Mm-hmm. And so just be encouraged, continue pressing forward and know that uh, we're running with you in this. Exactly. And we're here for you no matter what season of life that you may be in. So just as Khalil was sharing, every step of that way, you are capable of adapting. We know that there is purpose for your marriage. And we know that this present season is not the end all. So let's all collectively run alongside each other and go beyond even what we physically feel like we can do on our own. Because we can't do it with our own strength. That's right. That's right. That's good. All right, friends. So as we wrap up, our question of the day for you is what is one thing that you and your spouse have done to make it through the current pandemic? And specifically, what's maybe a fun activity that you've done or maybe a a new venture that you've gotten into or maybe a habit that you've held to that has really, you know, helped to to get you and, and your spouse through this time, keeping the joy, keeping the fun. We would love to know in the comments below. Yeah. And... We are so grateful that you guys have been tuning in and supporting. If you want to stay connected, of course, you can like, share, subscribe. Go ahead and ding that bell if you're with us on YouTube. Subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening in from. And you can also head over to marriageinsideout.com to join us for our monthly training focused on goal setting. Five tips to help you attain realistic goals. Yes. And thank you all again for tuning in. And until next time, remember your marriage has a mission and what the Lord has brought together. Let nothing and no one separate, not even a pandemic. (laughs) Love God and love one another. And we look forward to seeing you in the next episode.